The Arizona Cardinals get a massive win without playing a game during their bye week. Let's discuss. You are locked on Cardinals. Your daily Arizona Cardinals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Cardinals, Alex Clancy here. Follow me on Twitter at Clancy's Corner. Follow the podcast at Locked On AZ Cards. Thank you for making Locked On Cardinals your first listen each and every day, free wherever you get your podcast and on YouTube. Um, sorry, I've been out a couple days sick, and uh, I apologize for my uh, Wednesday podcast. I did not realize the uh, the video and audio quality was so poor. That is on me. My sincerest, sincerest apologies. I promise to do better from here on out. Uh, this episode of Locked on Cardinals is brought to you by the Game Time app. The Game Time app is incredible. All you have to do, download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code Locked on NFL for 20 bucks off your first purchase. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. The Arizona Cardinals get a massive win during their bye week. I'll discuss. What are the expectations for the team? moving forward for the remainder of the 2023 season, I'll discuss. And what are Kyler Murray's expectations for the remainder of the 2023 season? You guessed it. I'll discuss. Watching games during week 14 without the Cardinals playing was weird. It's it's wild that NFL teams are allowed to have bye weeks this late into the season. I, I, I don't get it. I am a huge proponent, and I've been a huge proponent of having a 19 or 20 week season and having each team have two bye weeks. We wouldn't miss it. We wouldn't miss an extra game on a Sunday in week nine or in week 16 if teams have their second bye week. There's so much action all the time, and it would not only elongate the season, which everybody loves, but also it would allow for extra added rest for players. But here we are watching football. Didn't know what to do with my hands. Ricky Bobby, I had no idea. What, I had no idea what to do. But as I was watching these games starting Thursday night, it's like, oh, now we're going to kind of get to see this draft position take form. And there were a lot of teams that were playing who were directly affecting one way or the other, the Arizona Cardinals, and their stranglehold on their own draft position. So there are a bunch of teams that were playing teams that they shouldn't have beat. Um, New England played Pittsburgh on Thursday night, beat them. Chicago got a very, very big win this past weekend. The Jets got a big win. The Giants got a big win last night against uh, uh, against Green Bay. And then Tennessee, probably the biggest surprise of them all, beat Miami in South Beach. Now, that is massive for the Arizona Cardinals. Massive, massive, massive. Even though, you know, New England is still holds on to the second spot right now, the Cardinals are three. With Washington four, they had their bye week. Chicago, Vegas, Jets, Giants, Tennessee, Chargers all have five wins. That is a massive gap. It's like the Richter scale. And if for those that didn't, I grew up in California. I grew up in Los Angeles. I went through the 94 earthquake. I learned what the Richter scale was. Every number that goes up, I think, is 100 times greater than the one before. So with only a handful of games left this season and the Cardinals having a two-win buffer, or two-loss, I guess you could say, buffer on a handful of teams, it's massive. And this has nothing to do with wishing and hoping that the Cardinals lose. These are completely outside of the confines of control of the Arizona Cardinals. Now, 
The Carolina Panthers are a really bad football team. I don't know if it's all Bryce Young's fault. David Tepper doesn't seem to know what the hell he's doing. He doesn't seem to understand long plays after giving Matt Rule what a seven-year deal and then signing, uh, send Frank Reich and and getting him out of there after ten or eleven games. I don't know if he. I don't know if he gets it. I don't know if he gets it. I don't understand how you can see C.J. Stroud sitting there and be like, you know what? We're going to trade up to the number one pick. We're going to give you our future first, and we're going to take Bryce Young. Yuck. But, so Chicago's going to have the number one overall pick. Ain't no way Carolina's winning two more games out of the four that they have. I just don't see it. Which would put them in tie with the Cardinals or or, or New England. Now, the Cardinals have uh, a tough couple games coming up. They play San Francisco on Sunday, which I will do a massive breakdown throughout the rest of the week. I will do Fan Wednesday uh, because, you know, I was a little under it last week. I didn't get to it. I have three topics that I want to discuss from you who uh, DM me on Twitter. I will do all three of those tomorrow, and um, I'll break all that down. And uh, that'll be really fun. And then we'll do Crossover Thursday with my boys from Locked Up 49ers, Brian Peacock and Eric Crocker, two of my favorites. Uh, yeah, it's, it's going to be great. Uh, but the Cardinals play Arizona. They play the 49ers. They play Philly. They play Seattle to round out the year, and they play Chicago as well. Chicago looks like a pretty good team. I don't know why, you know, I, I, don't, I don't know why Justin Fields is getting – just a huge pushback that he is. He's not perfect. He's been in the league a handful of years. He's had a bunch of different coordinators. He had a bu- couple that like, he's not a finished product yet, but he is magical on the football field. And DJ Moore and him are starting to get their, get their bearings and Kokomet. They've got some running backs. Their defense is much improved. So the Cardinals do play them. But if you look at it, the Cardinals shouldn't win more than, Two of their final games, and that may be a stretch. I don't see them being 49ers, even though it's at home. I don't see them being Philly. I don't see them being Seattle. Chicago may be the only one. So when you look at this week, week 14, that just finished, it could not have gone better for the Cardinals, aside from Carolina winning, which let's stay in the realm of, of reality here. It could not. And the Cardinals have had a couple of weeks this year where crazy Crazy things have happened that have benefited them greatly. And this one may be the most potent, especially with how late it is in the season. Again, out of the top 10, move Carolina, move themselves, and move Washington, who, you know, had a bye, the Cardinals had a bye. Out of those seven teams, five of them won. New England, Chicago, Jets, Giants, and Tennessee. And Vegas should have beat Minnesota. They lost 3-0. So when I say it's a win for the Cardinals, this is something, it's like a loophole to be able to not have to root for the Cardinals to lose while watching other teams win, which in turn allows you to smile as a Cardinals media member or fan saying, you know what, this was a good week for the Cardinals 2024 draft position. It could not have gone much better. It could not have gone much better. And we'll see what the Cardinals do with the 49ers. We'll see what they do with Philly. We'll see what they do with Seattle. But, you know, we'll see if there's some Bailey Zappy magic out in New England. Cardinals could find themselves in the two spot. If the Cardinals find themselves in the two spot, hold on to your keister for the next handful of months because it is going to be so fun. I'm going to bring up my Rolodex again. I haven't had any big name guests on this this season because I kind of want to I kind of want to wait until we can get some of the best minds around the game of football draft just you know from the from the biggest publications 
I've got I've got some pretty I've got a pretty good Rolodex that I've built up over my years of producing and hosting shows to be able to bring to you some of the smartest minds in the game. If the Cardinals get the number two overall pick, oh boy, it's going to be fun. Now, there's still 2023 to contend with, still 2023 to sludge through. But with that, there are still some expectations for the Cardinals as we wind up the last handful of games here in the 2023 season so we can unlock the next chapter of Arizona Cardinals 2.0, which is the offseason and free agency in the draft after this season ends. What are the expectations for the team for the last handful of games? Let's discuss as we roll on here. This episode of Locked on Cardinals is brought to you by the Game Time app. Game Time app's great. Game Time app's great. You know, it's, it's hard to find tickets sometimes. It's hard to find who do I trust, fees, all that stuff. You know, it, it, it can be really frustrating. You know, you do have to print out the tickets. Are they scam? Whatever. You don't have to deal with any of that with the Game Time app. It's the only ticketing app that gives you complete peace of mind with your purchase. Okay. And my biggest peace of mind is not getting, not getting, and being part of a sham where it's like, oh, these tickets look good. And then you get there and it's an obstructed view, or it's not even close to what you thought it was going to be with that row and section. With the Game Time app, you can see your vantage point on the app for where you will be looking from and what you'll be seeing at whatever venue it is, whether it be a comedy show, NFL game, NBA game, hockey, whatever it is, theater, drop, whatever. The Game Time app has you covered. You can see what your vantage point will be from the app. And that's, I mean, that's mind-blowing. And and it's game-changing as well. So you don't have to worry about anything when you purchase the tickets. Take the guesswork out of buying tickets with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONNFL for 20 bucks off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account, redeem code L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N-N-F-L for 20 bucks off. Download Game Time today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price. Get Rock Alex Clancy, Locked on Cardinals. Um, thanks for hanging out. Excuse my absence. You can still hear a little rumbling in my, my throat. Uh, yeah, but I'm powering through for you. Um, thanks for making Locked on Cardinals your first listen. Uh, truly. Please go to the YouTube channel, search Locked on Arizona Cardinals, hit that subscribe button. I'd really appreciate it. If you want to leave a review, tell me how much you love me in my big dumb face, wherever you get your podcast, I'd be happy with it. If not, that's okay. I just like that you're here. Locked on has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked on Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. What are the expectations for the Cardinals? What are the expectations? And this is kind of murky. It's kind of muddy. Got a win in Kyler Murray's first game back. Didn't look so great the next two weeks. Looked better last week. What you know, what what is all this about? What are the expectations? And as I've mentioned throughout this season, and as I mentioned, you know, before the season started with what was set to be more than likely a, 
you know, what is set to be more than likely a lost season, win-loss record-wise. What are you looking for? And my first thing, the first thing that I came that I've talked about numerous times is finding your stars, finding the guys that you're going to trust moving forward. Hopefully guys that are still on the rookie scale contract, hopefully guys that were drafted just this season to couple with Buda Baker and Jalen Thompson and James Connor, Kyler Murray, you'd think. Um, and, and I think that we've seen that uh, Hollywood Brown jury's out. We'll see what that, what it looks like for him. Uh, but what are the expectations? The expectations are to expound upon what we already think we know. What we already think we know about this team. One, the Trey McBride's tight end one. Exploit that. Show it for the whole world to see. For everybody to understand around this organization that he's tight end one. 15 targets, 10 targets a game, doesn't matter. This is not a situation where it's like, oh, it's Rondell Moore the guy. Love Greg Dorch, but oh, it's Greg Dorch the guy. You need to know, and you need to double down on the guys that you think will be stars, who have shown you up until this point this season that they will be. Trey McBride is number one. Number two, Paris Johnson Jr., microscope. Is he the guy? And I will go back to Josh Jones, who was drafted in the third round a handful of years ago. Couldn't see the field. Didn't see the field. They brought in Kelvin Beecham the year before. Kelvin Beecham beat him out for the job his rookie year and right guard. They couldn't find him. They played him a little right or a right tackle. They played him a little right guard, a little left guard with injuries and stuff. Never really played. If Paris Johnson Jr. wasn't ready, he wouldn't be playing. He's played every damn snap this year. Exploit it. Microscope it. Make sure that he's going to be your right tackle for the future. And by all accounts, he will be. Because I feel like you would know, and this is one of the things I discuss a lot for everydayers, you know this, if this is your first listen to Locked on Cardinals, thank you. Um, with first round picks, top tier first round picks, top like top 10, top 12, you, the only thing you don't want to say is, oh no, what have we done? That's the only thing an organization doesn't want to say. Sometimes, it takes a while for a star to be born. Sometimes they jump out right away. Jamar Chase, you know, Penny Sewell didn't have the best rookie year. Evan Neal didn't have the best rookie year. Andrew Thomas didn't have the best rookie year. And then, you know, he's regarded as one of the better left tackles in the game when he's healthy. Paris Johnson Jr., by all account, is the guy. And the reason why for that and why that's so important is if he wasn't, maybe that would tip the scale on them having to draft a left tackle or – would it tip the scale if he is the guy for them to draft a left tackle for the future? But okay, you've got your bookends for the future. Now let's go do everything else. And then, so some other guys like Garrett Williams. Uh, I wish I wish I could put Kazir White on this list, but Garrett Williams, um, Michael Carter, in some capacity. I'm not sure they need an RB two. I'm assuming they're going to draft one. But that's what the team expectations are for me. It's not win And then, you know, from the coaching aspect, continue to do what you're doing every week. We know that the Cardinals are going to come prepared every week to play with passion and emotion. Yes, this sounds dumb. And yes, these are things that we've questioned or that I have over the last five, six, seven, ten years with this team. Bruce Arians, after the Cardinals went to the NFC Championship game and got absolutely uh, embarrassed by Cam Newton, 
the next week, or week one of the 2016 season, I think, they have a Monday night home game to kick off the year. It's a late Monday night game with New England and Jimmy Garoppolo. And Chandler Catanzaro misses a late field goal to lose. And Bruce Arians said, we, quote, we never recovered from that in 2016. And they went, what, 6-9-1 or something. What? Zero emotional fortitude. Zero. And this team has that. They've been getting beaten up all year, but they've competed. And they've been close. They probably should have six wins this year. Probably, seriously, they, they should. Is it better they don't? Yeah, probably. But the team expectations, the reason why I'm centralizing it around players is because I think the coaches have done their job. I think it's really on autopilot where the floor is raised for how guys are prepared for games. Regardless of if they're going to win or not, regardless of the talent level of who they're playing against versus who they have you know, in the locker room for the Cardinals in 2023. This is a passion we haven't seen in a long time from an Arizona Cardinals team. Defense. Fierce. Ball hawking. Yeah, they don't have the talent yet. That's fine. It's different. Offense. Stable. Adult. Balanced. And yes, they're going to need to run the ball effectively in perpetuity if Drew Petson's going to be here for them to be able to set a play action, for them to be able to, to unlock the, the vertical game. You don't have to have deep balls in an offense to be effective. You don't have to throw the ball down the field 10 times a game, hoping for a pass interference if it's not completed to win games. Trey McBride's going to unlock this offense like we've maybe never seen before from an Arizona Cardinals offense because they've never had a tight end of merit. Ever. There's only been two tight ends that have eclipsed over 600 yards in a season in the history of the Arizona Cardinals. That blows my mind. They've got Trey McBride. So all in all, team expectation, keep doing what you're doing. Keep getting better. Keep growing. When I say exploit, I mean utilize to the nth degree the guys who you think will be the star. Because this isn't, it's no longer a tryout. It's more chiseling. Get Trey McBride 15 targets a game. Who cares? If he's the number one option, he's the number one option right now. Hollywood Brown, he's not. It's Trey McBride and it's James Conner. Kind of a motley crew, but it's working. And now all the Cardinals need to do is infuse talent on the offensive side of the ball. I don't think Hollywood Brown's going to be here for the future. I, I don't see it. I, he hasn't shown enough. And we'll see for the next handful. He's going to be under a massive microscope. So I'll throw in team expectation. How about one more for Monty Austin for him? Figure out if Hollywood Brown's a guy or not. Figure out if he's important enough to this team to give him $15, 17000000 million a year. There's a report out that the salary cap is going to balloon at $240 million. I don't know if that's true, but I saw that. I'm like, holy sweet mother. This is going to be NBA money soon. Not to the extent, but those are the expectations for the team. Now, what about for Kyler Murray? A little trickier. Let's discuss that as we roll on here. This episode of Locked on Cardinals is brought to you by DoorDash. I used DoorDash two days ago. I was visiting my friends in a different state, and I used DoorDash because I was doing work. I felt sick, and DoorDash had me covered. It was a restaurant that was local there. 
If you live in the if you live in the Boise area, Jack's fantastic. I got a burger. I got chicken fingers. It was comfort food for me. I got fried pickles. Fried pickles are slept on. But if you know you live in the area, as I pivot back, Postino, Julio's too. If you like, I mean, listen. If you like Carl's Jr. or Taco Bell, like whatever it is, whatever fits your fancy, DoorDash makes it so easy for you to watch football and just get food delivered to you from restaurants that don't necessarily have a traditional delivery service. And even better, you can get 50% off up to $10 value when you spend 15 bucks or more on your first order when you download the DoorDash app and enter code LOCK23. Subject to change, terms apply, but remember, get 50% off up to a $10 value when you spend 15 bucks or more on your first order when you download the DoorDash app and enter code LOCK23. Subject to change, terms do apply. Kyler Murray expectations. This is tough. Alex Nancy, Locked on Cardinals. Uh, please go to the YouTube channel, search Locked on Arizona Cardinals, hit that subscribe button, turn notifications on, leave a like. I'm doing Fan Wednesday. It's not alliterative, but it's going to work. Um, I've got three topics I would discuss from people who DM me on Twitter at Clancy's Corner. Feel free, DM me, ask a question. I'm happy to take a segment out. Um, as long as it's not, you know, as long as it's football related. Got some weird ones that weren't football related. This is a football podcast, and I'm a gentleman. Damn it. That's what I will discuss. What are the expectations for Kyler Murray for the last handful of games here? Tough opponents, tough defenses. Like three very – and Seattle, like you could say four tough defenses for the Cardinals, 49ers. Eagles haven't been what they were, but they're still the Eagles. Chicago's defense has been excellent over the last handful of games. And Seattle, nothing to sneeze at. What are the expectations for Kyler Murray? Continue to get more and more comfortable with this offense. Kyle, one of the biggest misconceptions about Kyler Murray is that he has to put up massive numbers to show his worth. He doesn't. Have his numbers been good since he's come back? Not really. Uh, they're two and two, so they've won more games in the last four weeks than they had in the entire chunk of games before then. He needs to show that he is built for this offense. He needs to show that he's still got some zip on his down-the-field throws. Threw an absolute dime last week in Pittsburgh. He needs to show that he is a winning quarterback above all else. This offense is structured to be able to run the ball, bleed clock, and set up the play-action pass. His wide receivers can't really – aren't great at separating runs of how fast they are, unless it's Rondell Moore screaming down the seam like he did against Houston. Kyler Murray needs to show growth. He needs to show, above all else, that he is a winning quarterback. If they lose 27-3 or 27-10 in embarrassing fashion in San Francisco and he throws two interceptions or fumbles the ball, the same happens with Philly or Chicago or whatever, we may have to have some, some conversations. I just don't know, and this is the biggest question mark, and I don't know. I mean, nobody knows except for the guys inside that office, with Monty Osmer, Jonathan Gannon, Michael Bidwell, et cetera. Do they already know that he's the guy? Do they already know that he's not? Do they already know that they're going to have to find out in the next four weeks to make a determination? Is the draft order going to matter? Like all of those questions, regardless of who tells you one thing or the other, nobody knows. 
So the expectations for Kyler Murray is go in the next four games. Because remember, zero, zero employees of the NFL who are uniforms and play on game day give a rip about the draft order for the next season. That's just one more player who has the potential to take their job. So nobody cares. They're going to win every single game. If Kyle, like, what's, so, and let's do this, because I've got a few minutes here. So Kyle Murray, go win the next four games. Those are the expectations. Doesn't matter who you're playing against. Go win. But really, like, incrementally, show that you understand the offense. You're getting better every week, which he has. He played very well against Pittsburgh. The numbers, it doesn't disassociate yourself from him not throwing for 400 yards and three touchdowns as a, as a moniker for success or barometer for success. If they win, if it's close, it's a win this year. It's a win. So when you look at this team, overall, team expectations, Kyler Murray expectations. Play competent, poised football. And that's a win. And I cannot wait until I don't have to speak in the abstract anymore because that's what all of 2023 has been. As pertaining to the concrete examples of growth, Even if you're a massive Cardinals hater, been watching this team for 40 years and it's all the same until Bidwell sells the team. It's almost impossible to deny that this team doesn't look different. Wait, what? It's impossible to deny that this team looks different from the last handful of iterations from 2018 on, especially 2017 on this team has fight. This team's playing for each other. And these are cliches. Sure. You infuse some talent onto this roster on both sides of the ball. This team could wreak havoc across the NFL for the next handful of years. First step, get through 2023 Play competent football. Find out who your guys are. Find out who your stars are. Find out who is not that. Move on from them and continue to rebuild. But this time, it's with purpose and it's with winning in 2024 in mind. Alex Lancey, Locked on Cardinals. Fan Wednesday tomorrow. I'll talk to you then.